Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Friday, December 16th. Yeah, I think getting McColl and, and uh, KT back um, will just add another dimension. I mean, obviously they can do the jet sweeps and stuff like that, but just adding that speed to the field, it makes uh, teams have to honor it. And uh, Obviously, Marquez has done a great job of filling that, vol- uh, filling that role, and so has Sky. Um, but just to continue to add speed uh, to any offense uh, tr- like th- that those two guys have, I think it'll open up everybody else because you have to really account for those two guys in every play. This week, the Kansas City Chiefs activated the 21-day practice window for wide receiver McCole Hardman to return from injured reserve. They've also seen wide receiver Kadarius Toney continue to work, but in a limited fashion. It does seem more likely that Tony could be the one to return against the 1-11-1 Houston Texans, while it seems that Hardman may take another week. Kansas City still sits atop the NFL in scoring, but the absence of Hardman especially has been felt in the red zone. The Chiefs had a lengthy injury report once again, with 12 players receiving designations this week. Most alarming has been Patrick Mahomes, who popped up on the Wednesday injury report with a right-hand injury. He had a wrap on his hand at Thursday practice. Nazi Johnson was also limited. The Texans enter Sunday's contest extremely banked up, with 15 players showing up on their injury report. Ten of those players received did-not-practice designations, though three of them were labeled as veteran rest days and another four were limited. As the week has gone on, it seemed more and more that Houston will likely be without talented rookie running back Damian Pierce, wide receiver Brandon Cooks, and rookie cornerback Derek Stingley. Second-year wide receiver Nico Collins could also miss his second straight game, and tackle Laramie Tunsil could be up in the air as he deals with an illness. We'll have the full injury report later today at arrowheadpride.com. Well, nobody likes to make those, but at the same time, you don't want to curve his aggressiveness uh, uh, and desire to make a play. So, because he made a couple good ones too in there. Uh, That's not going to happen very often with him. It happens with every quarterback, but they got to keep firing. I mean, that's, you, you start getting hesitant and then, Everything falls apart on you, so um, he'll he'll learn from it and and move on. It's pretty simple things that that he uh, can adjust to, to fix it. So and that's that's how he's wired. I mean, he's gonna go back and look at it, study it, and go, okay, got it under control. Here we go. Patrick Mahomes had an uncharacteristic performance against the Denver Broncos in Week 14 when he threw three interceptions. How rare is that for Mahomes? Well, Sunday's game against the Broncos was his only third career game, totaling three picks in his NFL career. In fact, Mahomes has only thrown multiple interceptions in 12 games over his entire career, and that includes the playoffs. It does feel safe to say Patrick Mahomes is due for a big bounce-back game, after turning the football over three times against the Broncos. Yeah, he's going to have to flush it and keep playing. I mean, obviously I knew that 
Uh, those two turnovers before half were big. Kind of kept them in the game and, and got the momentum back on their side. Um, but uh, I think you, you see me on the sideline. I'm talking to the guys. I'm like, hey, we're going to have to score again. We're going to have to put up another touchdown to win this game. And um, it's about keeping the bigger, bigger picture in mind. I mean, obviously, it, it, it stinks at that time when you throw an interception. But uh, we're still up in the ball game. Uh, we still have to find a way to win the game, so how are we going to do that? And that just kind of hit the move on and keep going. While the Broncos' defense has been one of the best units in the NFL, the Houston Texans, they're far from that. If there is any worry about the Chiefs' turnover problems against the Broncos, they can easily mitigate that problem this week in Houston. We've already mentioned this Texans team is the worst in the NFL against the run, so we could see plenty of Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon on Sunday. While the Texans can easily be beaten on the ground, we got to remember this is still a one-win team that the Chiefs should have their way with overall offensively. We don't necessarily expect a run-heavy game unless it's after grabbing a big lead in the first half. We fully expect the Chiefs to operate their offense and have their way with this extremely banged up Texans roster. Yeah, um, we've been putting a, a higher emphasis on takeaways, how we can get them interceptions, force fumbles. Um, there hasn't been enough so far in the season, um, but the positivity is that hopefully we're just saving them for this last stretch in December, January, February, and we can get them all now. While the offense is looking to rebound after turning the football over, Chiefs fans would welcome some defensive turnovers this week. The Chiefs secondary struggled in Week 14, but the biggest flaw in this year's defense has been the lack of playmaking in the secondary. They've got young corners who are still getting used to the NFL, but the lack of playmaking ability from veteran safeties Juan Thornhill and Justin Reed has been evident. The Chiefs currently sit tied with the Houston Texans at fifth worst in the NFL with a negative five turnover differential. To put that into perspective, the Philadelphia Eagles lead the NFL with a plus 14 turnover margin. The Chiefs have only forced eight interceptions on the year and 14 total takeaways, both bottom 10 in the NFL. The Chiefs desperately need their veteran safeties to make plays, and they'll get a chance to do that against the Texans' dual quarterback approach this week in Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, the word you just said about confident is a big one. I mean, I felt like, remember way back when, when we had Jalen in there because um, Trent got hurt. And he plays against the Chargers, he gets that interception. That was tremendous for him. You know, Josh Williams is in there fighting as a rookie, and I forget what game it is, but he had the pick right in the red zone. That was great confidence for him. You know, and then there's, and, and as, the, as we get closer, and we talk about this all the time, as we get closer and closer to what we hope is a playoff run, et cetera, et cetera, the game changes, it gets faster. Um, teams we play are going to be better. We faced a better team when we played Cincinnati, and the same thing with last week. And the guy's got to step up. So there's a little bit of growing pain still there. Uh, but there's a lot of downs there. I say this all the time about corners. You know, there's a lot of downs where those guys are doing a really good job that go unnoticed because the ball doesn't get thrown there. There's been a lot of downs where they've done a nice job with that. The Chiefs' young cornerbacks were inevitably going to experience some growing pains. This young core has played pretty well overall, considering three rookies have seen significant snaps. In the backfield this year, the Chiefs were helped along the way with some advantageous matchups, but overall, you got to feel pretty good about what they've gotten from these rookies. There's going to be some ups and downs with any rookie players in the NFL, and Kansas City certainly didn't expect to deploy this many young corners this season. All they can do is continue to progress and work on becoming impact players for the Chiefs as they look to make their playoff push. I mean, give me more opportunities to catch the balls and, you know, score, and it's crazy what... It's actually crazy that he's, like, if I'm game playing as a DC, like, I'm going to double Travis and make other guys around him make plays. But it seems like Travis is Travis. Like, he's always going to get open. Pat's going to find him. But 
I think what he does great for this offense is that he's able to like clear it out for guys like me, Marquez, um, Sky, and all these other guys to make plays. Earlier this week, Andy Reid was asked about wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster and what he's brought to the team this season. Big Red mentioned the way he compliments Travis Kelsey and forces the defense to pay attention to more than one player on the field. Juju said something pretty similar when asked about his role and how Kelsey impacts things for the rest of the offense. He's well on his way to his first 1,000-yard season since his second year in the NFL. Juju may only be on a one-year deal here in Kansas City, but after back-to-back off-seasons meeting with the Chiefs, we'd expect they'll be heavy favorites to bring him back on a longer-term deal this off-season. He's added a level of reliability to this offense that it was missing the last couple of years outside of Kelsey and now Miami Dolphin Tyreek Hill. While the Chiefs are still trying to find their next hill, they at least know they have an extremely reliable possession receiver in Juju Smith-Schuster. That's it for the Arrowhead Drive for Red Friday, December 16th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, and while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's Show and BK on the Chiefs with our full game preview on these Houston Texans. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.